This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing at the Midday Market Session. Uh, Brian, what are we seeing in those grain uh, grain prices so far? You're seeing mixed. Uh, I've got corn currently trading about a nickel lower, which is kind of a victory considering the market was again down pretty big at one point today. Uh, December corn 584 and a half with a low today of 571 and a quarter. So down about 18 at one point. So trading about five to six lower in corn being still suffering double digit losses down around 20. Uh, wheat prices have come back. They're positive anywhere from nine to 14 higher starting to show a little bit of strength. Again, we saw some export sales yesterday, uh, announced sales yesterday, um, but corn, soybeans continue to see weekly export sales. Not very impressive. 1.3 million bushels for corn, soybeans 7.5 million. Not too bad on the beans, but the corn, a big disappointment there. Nice new crop sales in corn at 22.4 million, but, uh, but old crop sales continue to be a big problem. Right. What would we say is the biggest thing behind that? I mean, is it the weather market that we're going through or is there something you know, a little more global? Um, I'm going to say a couple of things. Uh, one is the global aspect of it is um, if we look at, let's say, China, we're all looking for you know China to come in and buy some corn maybe. And yet they're not. Well, uh, two things. You've got about 200 million people in lockdown right now to COVID. So it's a, what, 15, 18% of their economy in that ballpark uh, is locked down right now or, or, you know, in flux and not working. So there's that perception. Uh, you've had a drop in the energy markets today. Um, but the kind of the big thing is you've just got good weather and, and you just don't have anything threatening the crop. And often end users at this time of the year, when they see that the crop looks pretty good, they're not they're not aggressively buying. They're kind of buying as needed or on the sideline until it looks like the market may have reached a near-term low. Right, and, and we're definitely not seeing that aggressive buying right now. You know, the past four to six weeks, we've not been seeing amazing export sales, especially when we come to old crop. Now, I was talking this morning with a, a market analyst about how, you know, there's a little bit of danger that we could uh, miss some USDA export uh, expectations. So, you know, what's the story there? Right. So uh, what drives the market? Uh, either uh, increased demand or less demand, increased supply or less supply. When you have decreasing demand, it's increasing supply. So the threat is that if we don't pick up the export market pretty aggressively soon, the USD will make downward adjustments to exports for this current marketing year. And, and that directly gets applied, or you can say it directly gets applied to that ending stock figure. So when you have a carryout number that's growing, whether it's because of increased supply or lacking demand, often there's an inverse relationship with price. So when, when supply is growing, price is, is losing. Um, and that's partly what's in the market here is that perception that now we need to see actual sales, not predicted sales, actual, and the predicted sales, yeah, there, might, there could be an adjustment on the August report if they don't pick up pretty quick. All right, and what are we seeing on the uh, other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex? Yeah, so you're not seeing anything wild. What you are seeing is probably what didn't surprise us. You're seeing the August lean hogs pick up a dollar fifty-two today. Now one sixteen forty. They have been discount to the cash index, and now they're close to that. 
uh, back months, though, kind of surprising me. I got scratched my head a little bit. Seven higher to 32 lower in hogs. Big discount with the October hog at 96. So $20 discount to August. Uh, August is about three weeks from from going off the board, and then October becomes your month. In the cattle market, kind of a mixed bag there. Ten higher October uh, or August cattle. October cattle down about 45. December down about 55. Uh, consolidation on the charts. I like a firm tone underneath the cash market. I like a firm tone in the feeder market, but feeders are off 20 to 50 in the front months. A little bit surprising there with corn down. You think feeders might kind of bolster some strength, but I think that until the back months and the live cattle, you know, really start to show a little more strength than they have, which is just basically consolidation. Hard to get feeder prices to sort of, you know, bolster higher into a new uptrend without strength in the, in the deferred live cattle. Right, and I, I think something interesting about that, that, that relationship between the beef and the hogs is the uh, as these uh, living costs go higher and higher, you know, we got gas prices, food prices, and everything, people are shying away from getting maybe the more expensive beef cuts and going over to uh, pork, you know, just getting a pork chop instead. Uh, is that kind of what you guys are seeing on your end as well? Well, you're talking about consumer economics, and that's, Really, what it boils down to is common sense. So, uh, so the litmus test might be going to a grocery store, or box store like Sam's Club or Costco, see what people are buying. You'll generally see that if you're an observant uh, shopper, you'll see them kind of pick up the beef and look at it, maybe set it back down, stroll over to the pork, pick it up, and it goes in the cart. So, I think they are price sensitive for sure. Um, pork's a good alternative. I think we've got good demand under that market. Uh, beef. I, I don't know in the retail sector if we're going to see that be robust at the current price levels, but I'm not so sure that the uh, restaurant business, that's that's a slowdown right now. That's kind of a wet rag over the market. Consumers are just conscientious of what they're spending, even though, in theory, consumers come out of the pandemic or swing out of the pandemic in a, with a bias that the um, uh, the savings accounts have plenty of of uh, dollars to chase things like eating out and such. But uh, I don't know about that. I think consumers are just cautious. A lot of uncertainty in the world place right now that people are just uh, a little bit uncautious. And maybe we're starting to see some some idea that unemployment numbers are on the rise. So um, that's how that works right now. All right, Brian. Well, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to learn more and get in touch with the folks at Total Farm Marketing, how can they do that? Hey, Riley, what we'd ask them to do is just uh, give us a call. Uh, we always appreciate a phone call. Um, you know, people a lot of times want information. We've got lots of resources. Sometimes a good conversation can pinpoint that. So give us a call, or if you want to email me, uh, do so at brian at totalfarmmarketing.com, and I'd be happy to uh, field any questions you have. That, again, was Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing. We'll go ahead and take a look at those midday market prices. September corn is down 6 and 3 quarters at 585 and a half. December corn down seven even at 583 even. August soybeans down 20 and three quarters at 1428 and a quarter. November soybeans down 19 and a half at 1312 and three quarters. Soybean meal down 60 at 405.90. Soy oil down 133 at 57.49. Chicago wheat is up 13 and a half at 833 even. Minneapolis spring wheat up five and a half at 929 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up 16 and a half at 887 even, and September oats down six and a half at 471 even. On the Merck, August live cattle up a nickel at 135.80.
August feeders down 52 at 177.30. August lean hogs up 137 at 116.25. Pork cutout up 192 at 122.12. And Class 3 milk up 3 cents at 22.58. And that's been a check of the midday market prices. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to Brian Doherty of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group for the Closing Market Podcast right here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.